Wow. Welcome back to the program. That was Kelly Clarkson last night in the NFL Honors Show. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, the perception. We were out, uh, I had mentioned at the, in the last break, we were out to, at the Cigars event last night. And, you know, even Eric Dickerson, who we had a chance to catch up with, Dave Robinson, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Horn, and, uh, you know, we there was just uh, Brian Baldinger was there last night. Mike Golick was there last night. I mean, I can go through all the list of names, but it doesn't matter. Because the, 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 the question was, what the hell is going on with Aaron Rodgers? Where, where, where is he, off, like, off a deep end? And I tell everybody, I said, look, he's not doing anything illegal. It's just different. And they, just like Pharrell, they're all like, hey, dude loves the drama. He just gets weirder to be weird. It's almost like he's doing things on purpose to, you know, to, to, you know, put himself out there, but yet he doesn't want to be talked about. He takes offense to everything. He's a hypocrite. And, and there is a perception. And I'm, I'm only just from my own discussion. I, and remember, I'm the guy that's defended him. You know, because I, for, for stuff on the field, I will defend or, or I will analyze or I'll rip or whatever. But away from the field, you know, if you're not doing anything illegal, Teach his own, you know. It's funny because I, uh, you know, there's some other players that have said, "Hey, that's be, that'd be something I'd look into," you know. But just, just, you know, I've read up on. But the perception, the mass perception, is dude's weird. Dude's a drama queen. He's lost a step. He's into himself. He's not. He's not a winner. He cares more, more about him. I mean, this is the perception from a lot of people. That are both in the NFL, former players, broadcasters, uh, and, and nobody will ever like say it like on the air. You know, nobody will come in and just you know unload. But boy, I tell you what, last night that was just—it's become uh, the uh, the one uh, we we're talking with Kyle Turley and, and Jim McMahon, who we saw there last night. And Kyle Turley said, "Dude's a punchline." He said, "For a guy that cares so much about his image, dude's a punchline now." And so, Ben, let me ask you this. Do you think Aaron Rodgers, with what he's done, and, and granted, I, like I said, teach his own. I mean, you can do your own thing. But it, the, the perception-wise, do you think he's become a punchline? Punch yeah, a bit, definitely. I mean, it's also like it's Super Bowl week, right? So everyone, first of all, is there. And they're going to be right. talking about something. So I, to me, it feels like another Tuesday where it's just something we all run with working in Wisconsin radio. But the fact that everybody's in the same location and heard it and then talks to each other about it and makes the similar comments, I think yes, in a way. But I think it's the timing more than anything. Like, are we really surprised that this is happening after the last couple of years? Right. I, you know, it's it's frustrating because we're the we're the source. We're the people that are on the scene. We're the people that are here, the, the ones talking about Rogers. And so... Every outlet that's here that knows who we are comes to us, and they all say the same thing. And it, it's it's this is not. Let, let's just say Aaron Rodgers retires. Let's just say he says I, I come out of the darkness and whatever, and I retire. This is not the way you want to be remembered. You know. Now everybody knows, like it, it, you know, even Pharrell, and Pharrell is as fatigued with the Rodgers stuff as anybody. I mean. Off the air, unloads. I mean, it's it's the it's the uh, non-filtered adult version of what he said on the air, but it's tenfold, and it's not that. And he, but he prefaces it by saying he's an incredible quarterback. 
He he's he's one of the best. You know, everybody says the same thing. One of the best I've ever seen play. But when it comes to the personal stuff, for a guy that wants to be private, doesn't want to talk about family, doesn't want to get into relationships, doesn't want you to talk about him, doesn't you know, defends the negative on Twitter for fifty people that say something in a negative light, wants to go after that, but yet throws things at her that just are off, you know, seem off. I'm not going to say are off, you know, in a negative way, just but just seem off to the norm, and yet he's just becoming this punchline, and it's just, you know, it's like look. I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. From from day one, he was a different dude. Sitting in that, the the very first day I met him, the day after he's drafted, they they bring that. They used to bring in like a rookie symposium and put us all like lunch together. And that day, I'll never forget because uh, the Packers they had you know obviously drafted Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers was you know a a guy that uh, I think people were kind of afraid to talk to to be honest with you because he was so it was almost embarrassing. To watch him in the green room be the only one left, and he's falling, 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 and it was very uncomfortable, and nobody really wanted to address it. So, you know, you, you, you get Aaron Rodgers. So everybody knew that the Packers needed help defensively. So the guy that's getting every, everybody at his table they're talking to is Nick Collins. And then there's, what, what was it? I think it was Terrence Murphy. Um, there was Brady Papinga, Junius Costin. Uh, but all those guys, there was a couple other ones. I, you know, they, they picked up a wide receiver. I can't remember what his name was. He never did really do anything. But they were trying to get help for for Favre. And so it, 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 but they were all those guys had attention. And there's Rogers sitting alone at this table with myself and a couple other guys. I think Mike Clemens was there with me. And we just ate lunch with him. And by the time I walked away from that lunch, I thought, he's different, but he's one of the smartest people I've ever met. And that was back then. And he looked like he was 12 years old. He's unbelievably smart. And I thought, and I even told him, I said, if your talent is half as good as your brain, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame. Because he just, I, he, I mean, I've met a lot of bad first-round draft choices, believe me. Hanging out in that Cincinnati organization for all those years with Kajana Carters and David Klingler's and Jeff Blake and everybody else that came through that thing, they had a lot of crap. I mean, a lot of unmoldable crap. And I met this guy, I'm like, wow. He just blew you away. So from, to go from this guy that wanted to be the most decorated, want to be the best, had this drive, had this desire, had this ability, sat very quietly, respectfully behind Favre, really took it to heart and personal when Favre didn't want to return his phone calls, was really hurt and and, and wanted to be nothing like the Favre. You know, didn't want to be the Favre. That's the reason he, does, he doesn't do a Wednesday presser at the podium because he didn't want to be Favre. He wanted to do it at his locker. He didn't want to put on airs. To, from there, that guy, that young guy, that, that, that very bright knowledgeable guy to where we are today i can't imagine this is the direction he wanted to go i i just i i, I i'm like man you lost yourself along the way somewhere but uh, anyway uh, I, I i digress it's just kind of a long story but it's just a weird one so that was all the talk last night 877-867-1670 if you got some questions you feel free we got a lot uh, of of time today um by the way aaron jones uh, and did you see Aaron Jones's face when Kelly Clarkson made that joke? They cut immediately to Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones is kind of covering covering his face like, oh, my God. Oh, damn. You know, that type of thing. This And Aaron Jones, believe it or not, with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, went on Undisputed 
And this, uh, we're going to hear when we come back what he had to say uh, about Aaron Rodgers. So stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show broadcasting live down here. Radio Row in the Media Center, Phoenix Convention Center, getting you ready for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57, Kansas City, Philadelphia, getting ready to get underway in a couple of days. We've got more right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michaels Show, broadcasting live. We're down here in uh, Radio Row, the Media Center. We're expecting Emmett Smith and E.J. Smith coming up here shortly. And uh, I know they're uh, making their way over this way. They just came over and confirmed with us, so they're going to be walking over. Pretty exciting stuff. Going to be talking to Emmett Smith. Liking that. Former Dallas Cowboy, Hall of Famer. Finished his career with the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals out here in the desert. So uh, we'll talk with him coming up here in just a few. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. And uh, if you, uh, all you got to do is give them a call, 414-455-4451, 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Give them a shout, whether it's ED, which uh, they have a 98% success rate of treating, or it's low T. Uh, you want the all-in-one weight loss program, it's fantastic. But all you got to do is give them a call. And uh, give them a shout over there at uh, New Mail Medical. It doesn't matter where you're at either uh, because uh, they uh, can get you with that phone number, get you in touch with any location in the United States. So if you're calling from Florida, if you're calling from Mackinac Island, if you're calling from over there in uh, Menominee Marinette, they can help you out. It doesn't matter where. And uh, 414-455-4451. Get a hold of my guy, Dr. Tim and the gang. Again, at New Mail Medical, 414-455-4451. Just going back before we get Emmett Smith over here real quick. Uh, the I wanted to uh, go back to uh, the uh, Jay Crowder pickup, and uh, Ben, you and I were sitting there talking, and I I said it right away. I thought this was a PJ Tucker esque, PJ Tucker like move uh, with a guy that's PJ Tucker like 2.0. And some people don't like the comparison because they feel that Crowder's got more upside than what PJ Tucker was just a a and not dirty. But he was he was he was a dog, man. He was remember even on the stage when they did the trophy presentation to uh, when they did the uh, the the welcome back after they won the uh, um, the championship. That after all of that, they said, "Hey, look, um, you know, PJ Tucker said I taught these guys how to be dogs." D a w g s, and Crowder's got some of that in him. He's got that dog mentality in him. So anyway, that. Uh, that was uh, kind of my premise, I guess, if you will, or my take on Crowder. But he also has scoring ability, and he's he's just he's he's a pretty good shot, good defender. But he's good in the paint. Uh, he's good at getbacks. There's there's a lot of upside to him. And this was not a guy that uh, that the Suns really wanted to give up in that deal. He kind of made that deal happen. He was the extra guy, if you will, uh, to kind of tap it off, cap it off. So uh, when they made the deal, uh, they didn't want to give him up. And, and fi- you know, the Phoenix Suns gave up a lot to get Kevin Durant. They got Kevin Durant, and they, like, feel now that the, they are the team to beat in the West. They Maybe they might need one more piece if it doesn't work this year. But the biggest thing for them is getting Kevin Durant back healthy because Kevin's nursing a hamstring injury. I think it's a hamstring injury. No, no, a knee injury. 
Um, but nevertheless, they feel that uh, they are they're right there. So if they don't get it this year, they're going to get it next year uh, with this veteran group that they have out here in Phoenix. In the meantime, Crowder coming to Milwaukee. You already have your stars. Now, if you can just get Chris Middleton completely um, uh, completely healthy and kind of doing his thing and being able to hit, hit big shots in big moments, obviously Giannis is Giannis, and, uh, and then I think you're going to be off and running with the addition of Crowder. So there you go. Um, what else do we have here for you today? Oh, uh, a couple other things I wanted to touch base on. So we had talked to Mike Clemens is uh, going to be joining us a little bit later on. And we've got uh, Mike was with the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. As a matter of fact, Mike's walking over this way now. But Mike was with the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. So um, Mike's got some stuff uh, that he's going to share with them as well. So uh, we'll hear from Mike coming up here in a little while also. Um, so we're expecting Emmett Smith and uh, EJ Smith coming up here in just a few. So hang in there for that. And uh, I don't want to I don't want to break, but uh, we're going to have those guys coming on here in just a couple of minutes as well. Also, uh, Greg Cosell. I wanted to make a mention of that. Greg Cosell is going to join us. Christian Ponder is going to be here today. Uh, we're going to uh, talk with Christian Ponder coming up here in a little bit. And uh, Greg Cosell is, uh, like I mentioned, Greg, for those that don't know, Greg is the guy that sets, he, first of all, he's a college guru. He's one of the best analysts of, uh, of talent via college football there is. He's absolutely amazing. But he is the guy that sets up the NFL show, and he's the guy that sets up um, the, all the tape, uh, scours the tape for uh, everything they do via the NFL live. So, um, so they're, they're going to have uh, we're going to have him on coming up a little bit later. He's been a friend of the show for a little while now. So uh, we are going to get them all set up, and uh, they are brought to you by Bounty. Really, Bounty Towels? How about that? For all the messes you make the day of. <laughs> no, you can put down chicken wings. You can put chicken wings on the table any damn day of the week. That's for sure. <laughs> there you go. Getting them all set up over here real quick. Where did they, they? How you doing? I can't complain too much. Got Emmett and EJ coming over. Emmett got stuck with the duck. Okay, so Emmett's on the phone. So uh, throw that on, because we let's go ahead and there we let's try to get that. There we go. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing great. Just uh, hanging out. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Here comes Emmett. And we'll get everybody all set up and on camera and bounty and this is this is like awesome, man. Now, not many guests show up. I, there was one time that uh, Evander Holyfield came over and brought steak, but nobody brings wings. So this is this is fantastic. So thank you very much. Thank you. Good to see you guys. Likewise. So how'd you how'd you end up with Bounty? Well, uh, got a call first and foremost. You got <laughs> somebody got to be reaching out to you to, to give you an opportunity, and the opportunity worked out to the point where here we are. And so right. uh, we've used Bounty for years, and uh, instead of using other kind of stuff that sticks to your finger when you're eating wings and right. everything else, and so this is the one paper towel for me that works cleanly and, right. and precisely for what I needed to do, especially when you're eating things that are very, very messy. So yeah. you cannot have football without wings, and you cannot have wings without bounty. Now, is this something that the wings, do you leave them per table and just keep making new? Or no, unfortunately, that's not the case. 
<laughs> that's not the case. This have to travel with us, but you can have one of these wings. Oh, I, I'm just uh, you kind know. of admiring it over there. <laughs> How you walk around all day with that smell and not eat them, I have no idea. Well, we've had our share in the back already. <laughs> I wanted to, I, I wanted to, I'll start with you, Emmett, and I want to ask you, what does this week mean? Because obviously you've been here. You've right. been there, done that. What does this week mean? Now, so not only with the Cowboys, but then also in this city, ending your career with the Cardinals. Yes. Um, this has been an exciting week. And it will be an exciting week for a lot of people, especially these young these these two teams that are about to play on on Sunday. Uh, for me, I can remember back the excitement and the joy, and the thrill of being able to play not only in one but two and three. But the very first one was the most thrilling one because it was the one that the most anticipated one because you never played in one before. Right. And you truly want to know what that experience is like. And you won't know until you get into the game. And so these players and these teams are really focusing in and honing in and working to uh, bring their best performance come Sunday. I don't think any player want to step on the football field on Sunday and be that guy that make a mistake that costs their team uh, the game. Yeah. And so this is an exciting week. But for me, the memories of getting on the bus and riding to the stadium, sitting in the front seat, on Super Bowl Sunday and taking in all that's happening around the game, coming into the stadium and seeing all the fans and all the, whether it's going to be Eagles or Chiefs stuff, lined up along the roads as you're coming in and seeing the excitement that the fans have for this particular game. That was a big memory for me, and that was something that, that I've always tried to take in, even during the regular season, but during the Super Bowl week, it's a bigger, bigger, bigger uh, event. Tell me real quick about the, the the Packers and the Cowboys because it seemed like every time it came to getting deeper into the postseason, for whatever reason, you guys ran into one another. Well, that's just the way things fail. And oftentimes when we hit the NFC Championship game, we ran into San Francisco. Right. That's right. just the way things fail. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't that we planned it that way. That's just the way <laughs> things just happened. And, and so for us, we ended up playing the Packers, I believe, two years in a row. And we ended up playing the Niners in the NFC Championship game, two of the three Super Bowls that we played in. Yeah. So, uh, fortunately, that's just the way it worked out. So when uh, when your son here is uh, picking up the football, do you are you one of the dads that say, no, you got to do this, no, you got to do that? Or are you one that just sits back and says, I'll just let you be you? Well, there's a combination of both. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a combination of both. Most of the time, I allow him to do what he needs to do, but... Right. Uh, as, as a parent, when I'm sitting there or whatever, if I can give a little bit of advice as if he was not my son right? and I was sitting there as a coach wanting to talk to my running backs, it's kind of the same advice. I tell them what I see yeah. and uh, tell them what, what I think is going on and tell them what to look out for as a coach did for me. Most coaches and most running back coaches is going to give them that kind of information. Right. But I have a different view and a different sense of what I'm seeing versus what some people may be teaching. So you're hoping that you're not home on Thanksgiving at all either, right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's definitely my dream and my goal. Yeah? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not home at for Thanksgiving anyway, so I might yeah. as well keep it going. Right? Might as well keep it going. <laughs> keep it going, making money. Now the NIL is making a little bit of money, and Bounty's making a little bit of money. Bounty is doing a great job at allowing us the opportunity to have a father-and-son situation right that's now. That's awesome. This is very unique. This is not something that... Uh, um, we're truly accustomed to. So this is one of the first ones where we're enjoying this type of environment together. And he get a chance to see a part of my world. Um, That's and, the best, though. Yeah, it? yeah. That's the best. 
Because you get a taste of what it's like to, to, to you know, mm-hmm. you grew up with it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Not like this, though. Not like, not this. like this. Not like yeah, this. Not to sit with the headset on and no, say, yeah, you know usually, what? It's my time to shine. Shut up. Yeah, usually, <laughs> you, keep, usually you keep me with the nannies. So, okay. Yeah, it's good to be here with them. So. All right, guys, I know you got to run. you got a tight schedule. Uh, mop up with the bounty. Get the hell out. You go to your <laughs> next thing. And uh, congratulations. Thank good you. luck to you, too. And, Emmett, always great to see you, my friend. Okay? Thank you. Yes, Thanks sir. so much. We're going to take a quick break. we got more after this. Can we have you guys covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.